I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. On this day in 1847, an initial choir performed at Temple Square for the very first time. Of course, that wasn't long after the pioneers had entered the Salt Lake Valley, but that choir ultimately uh, turned into something extraordinary over time. And to celebrate this milestone and to discuss the upcoming concert with the Tabernacle Choir, uh, we're really excited to have uh, join us today one of the piano guys, uh, Stephen Nelson, joins us on the line. Steve, thanks for jumping on. My pleasure to be on your program. Thanks so much for taking the time with me today. Oh, it is great, and uh, we are huge fans and have followed the piano thank guys you. for years. And uh, well, thank and, you. And what what a great opportunity uh, to take your unique talents and perspective on music uh, and tag team uh, with a world renowned choir and orchestra at Temple Square. Uh, tell us what what uh, what has that been like? What has the preparation been like as you work your way towards Sunday? <laughs> Well, uh, it's it's a big dose in humility. You know, I think <laughs> this is this is an intimidating experience for heaven's sakes. I mean, this is the world's greatest choir and orchestra, in my opinion. And not only are they their their musicality is incomparable. Not only that, but add upon that the tremendous personal sacrifice that goes into their sound mm. and the spirit people feel when they listen and watch the orchestra at Temple Square and the choir perform. I think it's such a tremendous honor to be able to just even share the stage with them and to feel very much a junior partner in this collaboration because I, I've admired them since I was a little mini cellist and uh, still do to this day. In, uh, I, I revere them. I, I think to say honor them is an understatement. I revere them. I really, I, I, I'm so pleased that I get to spend some time with them on the stage. Uh, it's such a, a great combination, such a great way to look at things. I think we often limit ourselves in terms of music, and there, there's so much power, and as you said, that spirit and that emotion uh, that comes through. I'm mm. one of those. I'm the designated crier. I will cry at any note that just hits that chord. <laughs> hey, I... <laughs> you're part of my club. Yeah. We should really uh, hang out. I mean, you know, we could... We could make it a social crying experience. It would be a lot better, a lot lonely, a lot less lonely. There we yeah. go. And actually, I, I will. Uh, I will do a full confessional here, Stephen, and that is that uh, that my uh, phone goes off at four twenty four in the morning. 
uh, and it oh. goes off to the piano guys. Uh, oh, for heaven's so sake! There you go. So that's so how I- you're being. You're probably being triggered right now. <laughs> yeah. and you're wishing that you could go back to sleep during our interview. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what, a big honor. Thank you, Boyd. That's awesome. Well, what, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is just kind of the behind the scenes. I got to see behind the scenes with the choir one time in a rehearsal, and I'll never forget mm. watching Mac Wilberg, who is a genius beyond genius, and he was leading yeah. the choir with his right hand. He was playing. Playing the music on the piano with his left hand, and then without <laughs> missing a beat, he switched and started playing with his right hand and leading with his left hand. And it was like and this. In the meantime, seamless. he was polishing the floor with his right foot, and with his left foot, he was probably weaving uh, uh, maybe tapestries for, for a castle in England. He's that yeah, good. That, he that, is that good. But tell us that about your. That is a legend. <laughs> yeah, tell us about your experience in preparation for this Sunday uh, with uh, with Mac and the choir. Well, it's been really enjoyable collaborating from a production standpoint and discussing the kinds of pieces of music that we'd like to play together. Without spoiling too much for your wonderful listeners here, we have some tremendous things planned. One, Mac is actually adding his magic on top of one of our top 10 tunes that we have played Mm. countless times from every stage throughout the world. And uh, we're also going to be sort of... uh, um, I guess uh, joining them on a couple of their numbers that they have performed on stages around the world too. So uh, in preparation, we've been on zoom calls and uh, Mac, uh, Mac, who is a self-proclaimed technical um, inhibited person, I guess (laughs) to say that's the only weakness he has is technology, (laughs) everything else he was gifted in spades. But uh, but he, he successfully got into a Zoom conversation with us and all their staff and production team, which is prodigious, to say the least. Uh, it's been very fun just kind of going back and forth with ideas. You know, what about this? What about that? Ooh, that's a great idea. OK, that feels right. Let's go forward with that. Oh, I love that. And one of the things that I love about your music and the piano guys, there's always there's always an element of surprise. And the thing that to me is most powerful <laughs> is sometimes I know you get surprised when that note comes right together, as you've been working with the choir uh, for this performance coming up this Sunday, uh, what has surprised you? Have you had a surprise moment? You know, I think um, the repertoire is challenging. Boy, it really is. And I have been surprised at after having played for so long on so many stages in front of so many people, I still get tremendously nervous and intimidated for experiences like this. And I also have been uh, surprised once again at how how much I need to improve. <laughs> this is such a wonderful opportunity for me to really go after uh, improvement and progression in the gifts that I have been given. And I really think this is just part of my journey. And I think everybody out there has hopefully felt this, that they haven't at one point, I would hope that they would feel this. It's a stretch. It's a stretch. It's a real stretch for me. And uh, I'm playing with an orchestra, all of whom I'm sure could out outbow me and with a choir who could certainly outsing me. And yet that's not what it's about. I don't feel competitive. I feel collaborative. And that is the spirit of music anyway, is joyfully participating in such a universal language in a way that lets people empty their hearts out. And if they come in heavy, leave lighter. And that's what I hope occurs. And I know will occur, in fact, because 
of the, the spirituality of this choir and great orchestra. That's what's going to occur. Anybody that comes to this event next Sunday in person or sees it live, I'm hoping will walk away lighter than they came in. Oh, I love that. And, and last question before I let you go, Stephen, uh, you, you mentioned just the, the spirit of all of this. And I think under the direction of uh, former Governor uh, Mike Levitt, as he's uh, taken over that role as president of the choir, there has been this focus on expanding beyond what has been and really having a focus not just on the music, but on the message of the music and for mm. people to have that experience that you just described. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I applaud them for this. I think it's it's maybe outside of the comfort zone, perhaps, of the historicity of the choir. However, they are courageously going forth and fighting a battle for our youth. And that battle is there's just too much explicit garbage on our streaming and on our radio. And we need better material to drown out, to hog the airtime away from these things that are preaching an incorrect message to our youth that only will lead to unhappiness. And so this is a wonderful effort, uh, which I hope I can call myself part of. And that is to really go out there and and perform and play and, and stream music that when somebody listens to it, they determine to be kinder that day, mm. or they determine to overcome something that they feel is a personal weakness. And that is never to be overestimated. Yeah. It's such an incredible impact that music can have. The power of music can make a small change in someone that can bring about such great things that it's unpredictable, unpredictably yeah. prodigious in somebody's life. Uh. Fantastic. We're going to have, to have you come back. You just laid down about seven principles that I want to dig in with you, but we're going to, we will do that. I'd love to avoid that. That's great. Thank we you. will have I'll you. I'll take that as a standing invitation. All right. You are on. <laughs> Stephen Sharp Nelson, award-winning songwriter, cellist, of course, with the piano guys. They will be with the Tabernacle Choir. It will be extraordinary. It will surprise you. It will uplift you. It will inspire you. Uh, and we all need a little bit more of that. Steve, thanks for joining us today. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, again, that's going to be an amazing one. The Piano Guys and the Tabernacle Choir and Orchestra at Temple Square. Music and the Spoken Word uh, coming up on August 28th. Uh, you can either see that at the Conference Center or you can watch that online or on their YouTube channel as well. Uh, and there are so many powerful principles in there. Uh, even just even talking about he feels like a rookie. He's, he's striving to be better. Uh, So many great messages. That'll wrap it up for us on Inside Sources today. As you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio. Utah's all-day companion for news. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.